defy your powers combined. I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. He's a powers magnified. And he's powered on the planet side. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Gonna help him to pull the sun. We are dumb. Love to be able to blame this on something, but this is nothing more than us. We're the planeteers. You're not answering. Oh man. We're trying to reach Captain Planet, but we are supposed to call at 3:30. Captain Planet to say. And I'm only about making excuses when there are legitimate excuses, and in this case, uh. Uh, there's just no excuse. We're just idiots. We are we are just absolute morons. There have been times when we've forgotten to call people, but one of us will always remember. In this case, John, we both forgot. Yeah, which is it, it's actually shocking because I I that should in no way um, represent how I feel about this man or that I absolutely love him and he is legitimately saving the planet and trying to do his part to end the red tide and and I only hope that he finds it in his big Captain Planet heart to forgive us and that we can all still be friends. Let's hope that his commitment to forgiveness is half as much as his commitment to save this planet that humanity seems to be intent on ruining. Where did you become familiar with this gentleman? I've just started following his stuff on Facebook. I I remember seeing a post specifically, and he can correct me, when he was in Mulberry, and he was testing the ground in Mulberry, and he was getting disturbing readings on something, I believe connected to Mosaic or, or something along that line. And ever since then, I've just followed his stuff. He's very informational. He does stuff with kids. He is he's he's kind of a hippie, I think. I don't know if that's an offensive term, but he speaks so open and honestly in a way that that just works when it comes to informing people on on our beautiful planet and how we're ruining it. And instead of hand-wringing like the rest of us and going, what can we do about this red tide? He's actually doing something about it, and he may indeed have a solution that can stop the fish kill. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Garrett, but he goes by Captain Planet. Garrett, thank you so much, and I apologize for our unforgivable oversight. Hey, you totally redeemed yourself, homies. I was laughing pretty hard on that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. We're really, really sorry. We don't. One of us usually remembers in times like that, but this time, John and I both screwed the pooch. So it, you deserve better. Yeah. I, Florida and three thirty always means four fourish. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. We suck. Uh, John, tell, tell us about uh, what Garrett put together that called your attention uh, when it comes to this artificial reef. Well, yeah, so I believe it's down in, in Nokomis. Are you from uh, Are you from the Nokomis area, Garrett? No, I'm actually just a Kansas boy who fell in love with Florida doing my best to save her, um, but I do live in Nokomis now. Okay, so, so uh, Garrett is actually, do you prefer Garrett or do you prefer Captain Planet? Captain Planet's always easier to remember than Garrett Stewart. Rings the bell a little bit. <laughs> so can you talk us talk to us about these artificial reefs, uh, how you came to understand them, and how we can get them in more places? Because as of right now, I believe you just have one bar owner in Nokomis who is allowing you to put them on his property or under his dock. Uh, talk to us about the reefs and what do we need to do to get them everywhere to filter out some of this damn red tide. 
Awesome. You know, and just to ring a point, too, real quick, I have had several other businesses that are interested. Um, St. Pete, uh, Bula on the Beach reached out to me. Um, Skip's Marina reached out to me in Inglewood, as well as Pop Sunset Grill right next door to Pelican Alley. You know, so it's good to see businesses stepping up to the plate and realizing they can be more than businesses. They can be heroes, too, just like us individuals can. So these artificial mini reefs, they are university proven to filter over 30,000 gallons of water every single day on average. And they house an average of 300 fish and 200 crab per year. Um, These were actually invented about 27 years ago. It's not something new. Um, But when the inventor pulled it back out of the back shelf and we had our bad red tides in 2018, it was catching a lot of heat from the general public about it being made out of plastic um, because they are made out of a high um, UV-treated polypropylene. Well, I saw that as, as a problem because people think of marine plastics. I, for one, being Captain Planet, is hugely against um, plastics. But this is a different situation. Um, if we made these reefs out of wood, for example, it would cost about 2000 bucks and it'd last for two years mm. versus costing about 300 bucks and lasting hundreds of years. You know, so this is a situation to where plastic can be used in our advantage. Um, that way, we've tested this out to where it's not leaching any kind of microplastics. Um, you know, we have several years as far as a few hundred years before it starts to do anything bad. At that point, we pull them out, um, and we have technologies from mushrooms that are available to eat plastic to literally making fuels out of them. Um, that's a problem that we have another couple hundred years to fix. However, I don't think we have a couple hundred years to fix red tide. Um, these tides, just the, the blooms keep getting worse and worse. And people are getting confused as far as folks hear from scientists that red tide is a dinoflagellate algae known as Carina brevis that is completely natural and has been here longer than humans have been here. Mm. That is true. However, when I put miracle Grow on a completely natural plant, it grows quite unnaturally. And it, and it grows like a miracle, right? Yeah. You know, so what we're finding is that human-produced pollution, as far as our nutrient pollutions, they are causing spikes in these red tides to where they cause more fish kills and they stick around longer. Back in 2018, if you guys remember, our our biggest red tide event then lasted a year and a half. That's natural at all, guys. I mean, I'm saying that as an algae scientist. That's not natural whatsoever. You know, so it's all about doing what we can on nutrient pollution. I can't sit there single-handedly and close mosaics um, doors. I can't stop single-handedly Nestle from stealing all of our water. Mm. What I can do single-handedly is sit there and drop as many artificial mini-reefs in the water as I can possibly get my hands on. Because these bad boys literally eat nitrates and phosphates out of the water. They literally eat algae. You know, so the homies that grow on these reefs, they consume algae. When I say the homies, I call the plants and the animals my homies. (laughs) Themselves are actually fish habitat. And they create a filter system because all of the different homies from ascidians, sea squirts, bivalves, oysters, all of the different life that grows on these artificial mini reefs is actually what's filtering the water. Uh, Captain Planet, 
Let's talk first about your website, which is ecopreservationproject.com, allowing people to become one with nature, as well as the time frame. Like, how long does it take once you drop one of these artificial reefs for, for the fish and the crabs to come along and go, kick ass, there's a reef here? Dude, I swear, I've got a video just from a few days ago from me installing a reef, and not even two minutes after, I'm shooting a video going, oh, cool. Look at the damn crabs already yeah. calling it home. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> the fish and the crabs, literally, bros, they instantly move in. So this creates a habitat for our bait fish. And when you bring in the bait fish, then come in your mangrove snappers and come in your tarpons and your snooks. I literally have charter boat captains on Anna Maria Island, for example, that tell me, Garrett, when I can't get fish for my guests, we just go to one of your docks that have the artificial reefs, and we slay them. It's like, the thing is, though, bro, people don't fly to Florida um, to go on, <laughs> go on a boat adventure fishing a dock from a boat. <laughs> <laughs> if they can't find the fish, they know that they can go to these docks, and, and the fishing's better. Yeah. You know, um, so they instantly act as, as fish and crab habitat. Now, as far as the homies that grow on the reefs that act as filters, I tell people that it takes anywhere from about six to nine months for it to get fully developed. But in all honesty, boys, between me, you, and a fence post and everybody listening, I've gone back to these reefs in as little as five to six weeks and seen amazing growth. In fact, that video footage that you guys saw on Fox News the other night yeah. um, of underwater that was fully inhabited, that video was taken six weeks after I dropped the mini reefs in the water. That is so cool. John, what do you got for Captain it, Planet? It's kind of a two-part uh, uh, question, Mr. Planet. Uh, so Piney Point is a hot-button issue, and, and a lot of people want to know what we're seeing today. How directly connected is it to what happened at Piney Point? And the second part, we've heard a couple people uh, use the term dead zone when when the red tide is so bad and so many fish have not been cleaned up that you pretty much get a portion of the gulf that is completely uh uninhabited uh and and won't be able to maintain life are you worried about that and how much blame is on piney point for what we're seeing i absolutely worry about that fellas and and there's a significant connection with piney point you know and 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 first i want to say that what it's going to take for us to fix things is for us to always care and not just care when our homies are dying and washing up on the beach. I'm trying not to cry right now because, you know, this is my life. Um, I love the sea. I love the ocean. You know, those are my, my brothers and my sisters out there. I don't want to see them rolling up on the beach, you know, but we have to care about this all the time. You know, sadly, I actually gave a talk um, called Piney Point, the ticking time bomb, about how this was going to happen. That talk was four days before the leak happened. Oh you know, I've been talking about it for years, but unfortunately, when it's only me and five other people that look just like Jesus showing up at the commissioner <laughs> meeting, um, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't help. It doesn't put pressure on our government. Guys, we owned Piney Point. Yeah. The state of Florida has had possession of Piney Point, from my understanding, for about the last two decades. But we didn't do anything about it. Yeah. You know, so how can we expect companies like Mosaic to do something about their waste 
when we're not willing to deal with the waste that we've inherited from other um, extinct companies that have gone out of business. You know, there's been companies here before Mosaic that have been doing the phosphate mining. You know, so there is a correlation between the two. You cannot sit there and dump 250 million gallons of, of waste that's full of nitrates and phosphates and not expect to have a problem. You know, the hurricane, it didn't help our situation whatsoever. Right. That was one of those where it could have been something good. It could have been something bad. Right. You know, I explained to people a lot back in 2018 the reason why we had such a, a, a magnificent cyanobacteria bloom on Lake Okeechobee and then the red tide is, is a lot to do with Irma. You know, when Irma skimmed across Lake Okeechobee, she turned up that, that shallow lake, turned up those muck layers. Yeah. You know, and then we're sitting there experiencing cyanobacteria, and we were dumping it out each side of the ocean. Well, when you take a freshwater algae, um, well, it's really not an algae. It's actually a bacteria. But we call it blue-green algae a lot, cyanobacteria. But when you dump that freshwater organism out into the ocean, it dies. You know, so then the nitrates and phosphates inside of it are available to that dinoflagellate red tide, and then it consumes it and builds even more of that red tide up. You know, so a lot of these things are, are directly correlated with one another. Right we on. need to reach a point to where we understand that Mosaic, you know, the phosphate mining company here in the state of Florida, people don't realize that 70% of the fertilizer, the phosphate fertilizer used in America comes from just uh, east of Tampa. Wow. They don't realize 25% of the world's phosphate fertilizer comes from just east of Tampa. You guys are getting played. You guys are getting hustled as a state, and you're not even getting paid for it. I'm sure somebody's getting paid for it. You know, I'm sure there's some suit out there that's getting paid for it. Right. But we as communities are looking at Mosaic and thinking they're our friend because mm -hmm. they just bought us a new fire station or they just bought my children's school books for the year. But the, the truth of the matter is, guys, for every one ton of phosphate produced by Mosaic, there are five tons of radioactive gypsum waste that's deemed so poisonous and so radioactive by the EPA that it's not allowed to leave the premises. You know, that's why they stack these, these gypsum stacks like mountains out there you know, in Mulberry and different places, you know, out in Polk County and, and several other places in Florida. If you were a bird and you were flying and you flew on top of that mountain, you would see that all these mountains have these giant lakes on the top of them. That's what they're called, the, the settling ponds. So basically the hopes is we'll all just die before it becomes a problem and it'll be somebody else's problem. Oh, man, oh, man, that's a bleak outlook. <laughs> the water... Yeah, the water is so acidic and so toxic that it eats through limestone. You know, and it wasn't but a year or two ago that we had 250 million gallons of radioactive waste spill into our aquifer from a sinkhole. Yeah. Mosaic didn't even tell the public for almost two weeks. Forgot about that. Almost. You know, so Same. It, and, and, and my point is, is if we know how damaging this is, why do we keep allowing more land to be bought? and more mineral rights to be bought by Mosaic. You know, their solution to pollution is dilution. You know, so I'm going to keep this simple for you and say, let's say the uh, Florida says you cannot have over 500 parts of, per million of poison. Just keeping this really simple. Well, what Mosaic does is goes in and buys your county's water rights, and they put in a well. 
So then they sit there and take the pollution and water it down to where it's 499 parts per million before they dump it in the river, which that's legal. My point is, if I piss in a cup, do you want to drink it? No. No. <laughs> well, Good God. Do you want to drink it then, guys? No. Uh, no, still Neither don't. Neither do I. That's my point. Yeah. Neither do I. Yeah. Still, still don't. <laughs> hey, uh, before we let you go, Captain Planet, other than your website, which, again, ecopreservationproject.com, what's the best way for people to contact you, especially a lot of uh, business owners who uh, who are being affected by this red tide who might want to drop one of your artificial reefs in there and attract Absolutely. some of your homies? I'm glad that you, you, you asked that and, and repping my homies, bro, um, yeah. because I've had a little bit of difficulty with my website lately as far as I don't think I'm getting all emails. Gotcha. Um, if that's thing to you, go to the Eco Preservation Project Facebook page. Message me on there. Don't message the Garrett Stewart page because I don't have time to check both. All right. EP <laughs> <laughs> page. Um, but if you're a business or a, a private homeowner, looking to see how to get involved. These artificial reefs, they're only $297. If you would like to help pitch in on one or even buy one completely for a restaurant, I install that for free when you don't request a certain location. If you request it to be at a certain location, like your house yeah. or your business, etc., I do charge a $200 installation fee for me personally to come and do it. Yep. Um, but that covers up to three reefs as well. I got you. I'd love to in more marinas, yacht clubs, you know, these people who thrive on the water um, start to get behind this. You know, and it's really cool to see more businesses. I, guys, I've had people from Italy. I've had people from India. I've had people from Africa purchasing these reefs for Florida. People who will never even see Florida, but yet they care about the ocean that much to help. So I'd love to start seeing us Floridians stepping yeah. up to the plate. That's badass. Well, you're going to get a uh, a text from a dude I know named Bill uh, because I gave him your number. He knows uh, he's a good buddy of the head of Sarasota County Marine Ops Division, and uh, he's a real well-connected guy with the dive and the reef conservation community. So be looking out for a text Perfect. from him. I hope that you Absolutely. guys can link up. He's a great dude, yeah, a, and well, so are you. Yeah, I had a small construction company reach out to me um, that builds docks and stuff like that, and they were saying, Captain, we'd like to do a thing to where – we're purchasing so many artificial mini reefs for our customers as a way to say thank you for our business. I love that. Imagine if waterfront property realtors started giving artificial mini reefs to their customers instead of a bottle of wine after they make yeah. a huge sale. <laughs> Dude, you're, I mean, talk you're right. about something that, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a huge return investment when you can sit there and only spend $297 and yet you're filtering over 30,000 gallons of water every single day and that's university proven there's no gimmick about it man what you're doing is amazing thank you very much for the time and i'm sorry again for the for our idiocy and being tardy we're not like that most of the time oh you're good guys i i live the kind of life where i can't take calls under the water or that yeah. deep in the swamp yeah. i actually have to come to the man villages to answer the phone yeah. and i <laughs> I get nervous that they're going to try to make a man out of me, and I'm more like Baloo the Bear from Jungle Book. Yeah. <laughs> I love Baloo. Uh, Bear necessities. Hell yeah. 
Uh, we'll follow him on Facebook. He's Garrett Stewart. And uh, and thank you for what you're doing uh, for our beautiful state, which needs to uh, utilize and keep its natural resources that makes Florida the best peninsula on the planet, in my opinion. And I truly hope that uh, that you continue to experience success. You did a great job with us, and you're, you're an awesome dude, Garrett. Thank you very much. Well, I can tell you what. You guys are already helping me because my phone's sitting here about to vibrate off the tables. I get a yeah. little alert every somebody's on my website hell yeah hell yeah exciting so thank you for that boys thank you for caring thank you for what you do for the planet absolutely man we just follow your lead captain planet we'll talk to you soon let us know how we can be of service ecopreservationproject.com and we'll talk to you soon captain planet absolutely one love guys one love indeed let's get together and feel all right i feel like we uh yeah 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 we salvaged that all right let's talk to jess real quick and then we'll do your joints next hi jess Hi, uh, did you hear that a man was fined $2,500 for flying an F. Biden flag in Punta Gorda? They recently had a... HOA um, thing, right? No, it's the town council. Um, um, Punta Gorda, the city of Punta Gorda had passed an ordinance, an indecency ordinance. Um, it's in the New York Times and the Sun that uh, said that if you use the F word on clothing... Or uh, or or a sign, you would be fined a hundred dollars. However, when the guy went to court, yeah, they claimed it was an irrevocable damage, mm. and therefore, in the city of Punta Gorda, they could have fined him up to five thousand dollars for each violation. That's interesting because they could just, have gotten twenty thousand. There's just a uh, a case in New Jersey where uh, a guy had a similar flag that said "F Biden," and uh, and up there they said that's your constitutional right to fly that. Even though obviously you don't want that language in front of kids, but you have the legal right to do it, and uh, and they didn't uh, they didn't find him uh, at all. They told him he could keep his F Biden flag. I just read that today on Fox News. Correct, and that was uh, Punta Gorda was also mentioned in that article, oh. saying that it was going to be uh, be uh, be taken care of on on this Wednesday. It was a five hour meeting. Oh. Um, and, uh, that's, so if you go to Punta Gorda now and you have a, a, a poop emoji or what I think about this, if you have a, um, eggplant and a peach, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. Say John, what are you firing up in your joints next? Well, I've got a lot of great stuff to fire up, including a, Ghost sighting that led to a criminal investigation. Uh, what do you do if you find a dead body? Uh, bury it. Is that the right answer? Well, a couple teens in Texas did the wrong thing, and oh. I'll tell you what that is, amongst many other things. Coming up next in John's Joints. Cinch.com. C-Y-N-C-H.com. You like to grill? Do you like propane? Do you hate bringing your empty propane tank up to the store, schlepping it up there to get a new one? We'll go to cynch.com. Enter in your zip code, your address, and they will say, yes, you're in our service area. If and when you are, for just $10, if you use my promo code Drew for your first exchange, 10 bucks, they will bring you a new tank and they will take your old one away. You can specify where in your house you're going to leave it. You can do it on your schedule. They will do all the hard work for you. They will bring you a new grill tank. C-Y-N-C-H dot com. Enter my promo code Drew and they'll exchange your first tank exchange for just $10 and they will truly 
make grilling a cinch. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone.